1: Let's go ahead and talk about this Saints game with uh, a legendary Saint. You know him as an analyst for WWL Radio. He's also a Saints legend. Deuce McAllister joins us now in the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Deuce, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? I don't know why I said that. I meant to say welcome to the show.
0: (laughs) What you got for us, Deuce? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us.
1: Doing all right. No problem at all. I don't know how many times you've heard this, but I just want to say... You on Madden, you were fire on Madden. When when and, and I used to always trade for you because I was a Browns fan growing up, and I would trade bring you here to Cleveland, and I just turned you into Jim Brown on the Cleveland Browns. That's uh just I, I don't know if anybody's given you kudos for your Madden game yet uh, this week, but I wanted to.
2: Well, I got a quick story for you. Going back, and now uh, we're going back some years. It's it's twenty what twenty two years. Um. 22 years, I was hoping to be drafted by the Cleveland Browns, but you guys took big money. Gerard Warren uh, with that third pick. I visited Cleveland, um, loved the city, probably was not a fan of the cold weather, but I want to be a part of turning that franchise around as far as just being able to win and being that running back that they could just lean on and hand the football to. So, I mean, like I said, we're going back some years and some time now, but you guys drafted a big-money Gerard Warren with the third overall pick uh, in my draft. I visited him pre-visited. I thought that all went well, I mean, but it just obviously did not work out that way.
1: Yeah, if only you had played for Butch Davis at Miami, you would have been the pick then because that's usually how – or if you had played against Butch Davis at Miami, that was the other way that you got drafted by the Browns in like 2001. Uh, Deuce, what what can you tell us about the way this season has gone for the Saints versus expectations coming into the year?
2: Disappointment. Uh, you know your injuries have played a part, but it's not totally injuries as well. This team hadn't been able to finish. I mean there are 3 or 4 games where this team led in the fourth quarter and eventually lost all four of those games and so this has been a disappointing season and you know there's still an outside chance that they could qualify for the playoffs I mean but they don't control their own destiny anymore so uh when you look at it when you you tried to keep things together uh as far as a lot of what Sean had in place you just you, you were not able to and when you look at where they are overall right now with three games guaranteed To play, it's been a disappointing uh, finish, but, you know, you have an opportunity to kind of finish it off right and uh, kind of see what happens not only from player personnel standpoint-wise but from a coaching staff standpoint-wise as well
0: do Deuce, uh, I'm curious your thoughts on this weekend, specifically with the weather. You know, it's going to be a huge factor for a lot of teams, uh, not just this Browns game, but a lot of the teams here in the Midwest. And, you know, Saints being a team that plays in the in a dome. Uh, you know, you, you played there and you played outdoors many, many times in cold weather games, I'm sure. Uh,
2: do you think it's an advantage for Cleveland? Uh, yes and no. I mean, from from a mental standpoint, all guys have to go out and play in it. I mean, right. it won't change really how they operate. Uh, they 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 play outdoors. They won outdoors, so uh, it, it'll be about running the.
1: We'll uh, we'll get Deuce back on the line there. We'll see what we can do. I, yet, honestly, it's kind of a great tease because when it when it paused midway through, Dustin, I was like, oh, I thought it was like a dramatic pause. Deuce, <laughs> welcome back to the show, buddy.
2: My bad, fellas. No, I was about to say – I was saying both teams have to play in it. They will use the win to their advantage. I mean, when they have the win to their back, you know, you'll probably see more passing. When they don't have it to their back, you know, obviously you'll run it. But it, 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 it'll be about which team can run the football, who can stop the run, and then, you know, can you create a turnover too. Deuce,
1: looking to the Saints' offense, what does the Saints' offense do well? Like if you're, if you're the Browns going into this, what, what are you trying to stop the, the Saints from doing?
2: running the ball they they have to run the ball this this team is built for play action big pass down the field even without Jameis Winston at the quarterback um they have to be able to run the ball when they have not run the football and gotten Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill involved with uh combined at least 25 to 30 touches between those two uh they have not fared well when they have I think they're like four and one or five and one and uh so so for this team, they've got to get those two players involved, but they have to run the football.
1: I'm glad you mentioned Taysom Hill because uh, like i a couple of weeks ago I was looking and his numbers looked down and now I look he's actually on pace for a career high yards and scrimmage. What's his first season been like this year away from uh from Sean Payton?
2: They've gotten him involved. But, you know, teams have sold out at certain times to stop him, and the Saints have said, okay, you know, if they've they've struggled early with not getting yardage, uh, the Saints have not gotten him any more involved. I mean, and so you'll see him line up at quarterback. You'll see him line up at tight end. He'll line up at receiver. At times he'll be uh, flanked as a fullback as well. So they will put him all over the field and, of of course, special teams as well. Uh, And and, and they wanted to get him the football. I mean, whether it's via the pass or running the football, they're going to get him the football. And then, obviously, you know uh, Alvin. They they want to get him the ball as well. And so, I don't think it's been too much different without Sean being there. Just because Pete Carmichael has been with Sean for twenty plus years, anyway.
0: You know, I saw obviously Olave on the the injury report here, and I'm you know, this is Buckeye Country Deuce. I'm just curious how
2: how the the young receiver has played for you guys this year. Fantastic he he is going to be special. He's got to get stronger lower body. Uh he he's got to get stronger lower body just because he hadn't had a ton of yardage. So he'll make a catch, but he hadn't been able to break free after he's made that catch. I mean, and he'll get you plus 30, plus 40 type plays. Now, he's got all of the that type of ability, but he's just got to get stronger in lower body where he's not getting side swiped or leg swiped or something like that. But he's been fantastic for the Saints, and I, I just can't wait to see him continue to grow and continue to get stronger.
1: Deuce, Sean Payton could be the hottest free agent, although he's not technically a free agent, hottest coaching candidate this offseason. If it's not back in, in New Orleans, where would you like to see the old ball coach coach in 2023?
2: Drive it up. Whoever has multiple picks, the more teams, the more uh competition you have, the more leverage Mickey Loomis has. And uh it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be exciting to see him get back into the game. Um, I think he does get back into the game. There's probably three or four teams that are interested in him and you know, a lot of people will say, Yeah, the Saints are you, you would love to get a Gruden type deal. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> uh but at the same time. The more teams that are interested, the more leverage the Saints have, uh, because they do have his rights through the twenty twenty four season. What is what does this
1: offseason look like considering that the Saints don't currently have a first round pick? They have been evading salary cap hell for about thirty-five years now, and you know, this roster doesn't currently have a, a franchise quarterback on it.
2: Yeah, make it 36 years, I mean, because they're, they're going to be aggressive. <laughs> they're, they're going to be aggressive. They will continue to move uh, those pieces uh, as far as cap management is concerned to try to to try to compete. I mean, just like they did this year, uh, they may not be as aggressive with some of those moves as they have in the past because you had Drew Brees on that roster. Um, so for them, if you get a guy draft-wise that you like, then you, you continue forward with a bridge quarterback. I mean, and I think that's the direction they take next year anyway, uh, just because, of, like you talked about, with that salary cap. But there's some young talent on the squad as well now. So they've they hit on a couple of undrafted free agents. They hit on a couple of, uh, obviously, their uh, young guys that they have and the rookies that they have. So there's some young talent, but, I, I, you know, there's some older guys as well that you can tell that, you know, the end of the, the road is is near for some of those guys. And so we just got to see what happens with some of those players.
0: Let me ask you about Dennis Allen. You know, uh, since we're talking a little bit about coaches here, uh, what do you think of the job he's done his first season here as head coach? Okay,
2: okay. I mean, there's, there's been some mistakes. There's been some things that he would, of course, have wanted to clean up. Uh, you know, and it's normally the saying is, "Hey, look, when when the team wins, the quarterback gets too much credit, and 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 when they lose, the quarterback gets too much credit." And that's probably the same with the head coach as well. I mean, there's 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 some things that he's done well. But there's some things that he probably wants to clean up as well, and um, I do think he's okay for returning next year. I mean, I don't think that he's completely out of the woods. You know, if the if the bottom falls out or something happens, um, just that the the organization cannot cannot handle. But I do think he returns uh, for, for a second year.
1: Uh, Deuce, we we know you're also a SEC Network analyst as well. Uh, we've got. Georgia versus Ohio State in the Peach Bowl coming up here in uh by the end of the year. And I gotta ask you, uh, who do you think uh who do you favor in that matchup?
2: Well, I mean I think it's Georgia. Yeah you, you, you if you can't win a line of scrimmage against them, then that, that that they're gonna work that that's where you have to be able to win against Georgia, uh, because they they can wear you down. And Ohio State has a talent. You've got, you know, plenty of talent on the outside, you've got depth inside as well. But you've got to win a lot of scrimmage. And if you can't win a lot of scrimmage, it's going to be a tough, 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 tough matchup.
1: Deuce, great stuff, man. Really do appreciate uh, your time here. Uh, Enjoy the game this weekend. And uh, really do appreciate all you did for me at Madden all those years ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. Thank you so much. You guys be safe.
1: Thank you so much.
2: We get it.
0: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.